0: we're going to start off with the guy who is our universal number one it is Bijan robinson the running back out of texas uh, i'm going to take the floor first on robinson he's a five-star recruit uh, the top running back in his class and he was the 15th overall player in his class in 2022 he won the doak walker award and he was a consensus all-american he finished fourth in career rushing yards at the university of texas it's 5'11", 215 pounds, just over 21 years old. Uh, he ran a 4.4840 at the Combine, had a 9.81 relative athletic score, which if you're unfamiliar with relative athletic scores, I will reference those at every position show the rest of the way. So let me just pause and tell you what that is. Uh, you can go check it out online. Just Google relative athletic score. I don't remember the link, but there's a guy on Twitter at Math Bomb. Uh, he basically takes all the Combine data, and he standardizes this into a zero to ten scale by position. It takes into account all the drills, their size, everything. And so, you know, for example, uh, a 240-pound guy running a 4440 is much more impressive than a 190-pound guy running a 4440. And so, ten would be the most athletic player at that position ever. Zero would be terrible. Five is basically an average athlete. And so, he's a 9.81 on that scale. Blow off the charts athleticism. Uh, In 2022, he had 1,580 yards, 6.1 yards per carry, 18 touchdowns. He also had 19 receptions for 314 yards and two receiving touchdowns. He hit 100 yards in nine of his final 10 games, and he led the country with 104 missed tackles forced. Uh, His 39% missed or forced missed tackle rate per PFF is tied for the best in a season since 2014, so uh, he's legit. You talk about his strengths uh he has elite balance and body control uh, but we'll let mark lead us off on jameer gibbs
1: it's so funny because when me and dives were doing draft content last year i was in love with zach charbonnet yeah, i decided to go back to ucla uh and i thought oh well next year i'll be all in on chardonnay again and i am i i, I love charbonnet and i was joking off air that I think I'm going to have Charbonnet the highest on our overall ranks. Like, I don't think you guys are going to have Charbonnet in your top 30, even if you have him higher than me in our running back ranks. So maybe I'm just uh, going crazy for running backs this year. But I love Jameer Gibbs. I've had a tweet that people are clowning me on. Some people are clowning me. Some people are agreeing with me. I think there's a chance that Jameer Gibbs turns into Alvin Kamara and makes it that we look back and say, man, how did Bijan Robinson not turn out to be the best running back in his own class? Because I think that's how dynamic Jameer Gibbs has the potential to be. And there is something to be said for a guy who doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires in Gibbs in terms of his carries. He, he was a two-year producer at Georgia Tech, transferred to Alabama, then had his best year jumping competition we talked about this with an o-lineman i can't quite remember which one it was uh, i think it was Osiris cyrus torrance actually uh but jameer gibbs went from georgia tech to florida obviously not quite as different from going to ul lafayette to florida from that level of play but the acc and playing at georgia tech a two-win program it's a little bit different when you jump up to go to alabama and you play in some big games against some big opponents Jameer Gibbs had his best year at Alabama, 926 yards, 6.1 yards per carry, seven touchdowns, 82.6 PFF grade. He did have a higher PFF grade the year before at Georgia Tech, 5'11", 200. I think he he looks all the part of being a potential three down back to me with his blocking ability, with his receiving ability. It's going to come down to, you know, how good of a receiver is he? All right, well,
0: let's pivot then, Dives, to your number two and my number two. He's number three for Mark. It's Zach Charbonnet, the running back out of UCLA. Uh, Dives, why don't you lead us off on Charbonnet? All
2: right, so this is one of my guys, Mark, as we like to say. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, uh, I like to call him the anti-Miles Sanders. I have a ton of positives for Zach Charbonnet. Six foot one, 220 pounds, easily checks off a lot of the size boxes. As uh, a guy who can move the chains, he had 145 rushing first down, uh, rushing first downs and touchdowns since 2021. That is the best mark of all Power Five schools per PFF. Uh, he's a North to South uh, style of running back, a power rusher who can break tackles, drive piles. He had 26 runs of 15 yards or more in 2022. I, I think. This guy's combination of power and bruising style is just elite, uh, which really attracts me as an Eagles fan, just dreaming of this guy behind Jalen Hurts in those RPOs, in those short yardage situations. Uh, he's unlike Jameer Gibbs. He's really solid at picking up blocks. He has a strong lower body that I think will translate well in the NFL. He has excellent ball security. he Just two fumbles over uh, 702 attempts. Uh, add in his ability as a pass catcher, man. He's, he's a reliable safety valve for quarterbacks in the passing game. Only five drops and 74 catches. So concern-wise, he's not an elite athlete. Uh, that's There's no doubt about that. He doesn't have elite top-end speed like a Jameer Gibbs. Uh, but I just see this guy as just a no-nonsense throwback running back who wastes just little time charging ahead and wearing down defenses But uh, between the tackles i got mark i've got him as a round one talent i don't think he's going to be drafted in round one but for me he's a round one guy
1: yeah i, I think he's uh, on oh my back oh go ahead mark i think he's safer than gibbs
0: it starts to get interesting here at number four there's a pretty clear number one there's a pretty clear two and three and then we're all over the place the rest of the <laughs> way so we'll throw to our number fours here at number four i have tank bigsby who is Mark's number seven and is not on dives big board. So let's talk about Bigsby first. Um, <laughs> he's from Auburn. I'll lead the way on him. He's a four-star recruit with a track background. He was a long jumper and a sprinter in high school. Uh, he was the SEC freshman of the year in 2022. He's 5'11", 210 pounds, 21 and a half years old. Uh, he ran a four-five-eight forty with a 1.54 10-yard split. So the 10-yard split's pretty good. The 40 is a little slow. Uh, but it all coalesced into a 7.49 relative athletic score so he's still up there in terms of athleticism in 2022 he rushed for 970 yards on 5.4 yards per carry with 10 touchdowns had 30 receptions for 180 yards uh, he also had the seventh most rushing yards after contact per attempt at 4.2 so average 5.4 yards per carry 4.2 of those were after contact on average. Uh, I mean, as you would expect, isn't this just a great name, Tank, for a running back? Like, it's a perfect running back name, and it's his style, right? He's a north-south runner. He runs hard. He almost always falls forward, and I mean, he's just powerful. And But he can cut well. He makes defenders miss. He's got some agility there. Uh, And, you know, I had this written down before the combine that he's got average speed, but he hits his top speed fast. That's exactly what his 40 and his 10-yard splits tell me, uh, backs up what I was seeing there. Uh, As far as weaknesses go for him, he wasn't given opportunities in the passing game. So a lot of times we put on a prospect that they just can't do it. And I don't know if that's true. So Dives, let's throw it to your number four here. That is Taj Spears. Uh, I have him at five. Mark has him at five. Uh, So we're all pretty close on him, but you got him a little higher at number four. So tell us what you like about him.
2: Taj Spears. All right. So this is a guy who has dominated the draft process uh, these last couple of months, like whether it was running the ball, catching the ball. I mean, this was uh, my winner of the senior bowl. He looked dynamic uh, against defenders uh, in one V ones. Uh, There are times during the senior bowl where you're watching it and like this guy was clearly the fastest guy on the football field Uh, and he stood out in pass protection drills. That's really important. You know, that bodes well for a guy to get immediate time playing time as a rookie at the next level. Then you get to the combine. He had uh, the second best vertical leap uh, right after Chase Brown. Uh, His ability, his lateral agility and movement skills are second to none, man. Uh, He's had some injury issues uh, early on in his career, but he came back in a big way in 2022. Uh, He had over 1,500 yards, 19 touchdowns. He has a nose for the end zone. Uh, He's reached Pater 34 times in his college career. He didn't run the 40-yard dash at the combine, uh, but it would be, if you just watch the tape, man, the, the guy is just electric, and I think that, paired with his like ridiculous upside with his route running and hands. Um, he's just got a, t- a ton of upside that you have to love. Uh, I-, I think he needs to gain a little muscle at the next level, but once he does watch out because I think Ty J Spears uh, is just electric with the football, man. I'd love this guy. And I would like the value you could get for a Ty J Spears and on like a late day th- two, day three uh, area is immensely valuable uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. This guy is another one of my guys in this draft.
0: Okay, and then let's flip it over to Mark's number four, which is Devon A-Shane. Dives has him at five. I've got him at six. So we've all got him ranked here.
1: Uh, Mark, tell us what you like about him. We all mentioned that there's a clear top three. I personally think there's a very clear top four. Uh, I Mm -hmm. think A-Shane is... uh, pretty far removed from the rest of the players on my on my list. Uh, he'll be a day three pro, or day two prospect for me. I, I don't know if five through eight will make my top 101 uh, to, to be a, a day two guy for me. Um, but A Chain, I, I think a lot of the reason that I'm high on A Chain comes from watching the Drek that Jimbo Fisher trotted out at quarterback over the last two years for Texas A&M and watching Jimbo Fisher try to run a 1995 offense in 2022 and 2021 when you have an electric factory in your backfield in Devon A-Chain. And it truly felt like the only way that Texas A&M was ever able to make anything happen whatsoever over the last two years was when Devon A-Chain would make something happen for himself. And you go back all the way to 2020, all the way to a time that he had a competent quarterback, all the way to a time where Texas A&M had a competent offense, and he had very limited carries, but he he was 8.5 yards per carry with four touchdowns, 364 yards. He had a 92 PFF grade that year. He, his PFF grade descended each year to 90.3 in 2021 and 82.4 in 2022, but 5.6 yards per carry and six and 6.8 yards per carry over the last two years. When the defense knows your offense has nothing else to be concerned about at all. I I think that really colors how you have to watch the Devon a chain tape. Um, I, I know that the size is concerning on if you can ever make him a full time part of your offense and, if he's going to be a gadget guy, but I think with this speed, I think you'd be foolish to not want to get him on the field as much as possible. If you draft him.
0: we will throw it here uh, to Mark to talk about his number six guy, uh, Kendra Miller, who is not on minor dives board. So Mark, the floor is all yours on this one.
1: I think a lot of people watched TCU all year and walked away being like, Oh, Max Duggan, tough kid. And he ended up getting whatever Davy O'Brien trophy. And he was embarrassingly bad at the combine, um, even though I mentioned it was a day three. I want that stricken from the record from our quarterback podcast that I mentioned it was a day three. <laughs> he did run like a four or five. So I, but the, the idea was there. Um, and obviously, a lot of people wanted to talk about Quinton Johnston um, and Steve Avila is even like a, an O-line prospect there from TCU. But the guy who always jumped out when I was watching TCU all year long was Kendry Miller. Uh, 1,399 yards, 6.2 yards per carry, 17 rushing touchdowns, 85.3 PFF grade in 2022. Um, And then he was even better in 2021, seven and a half yards per carry, 623 yards, 7 rushing touchdowns. Even in 2020, 7.3 yards per carry on limited attempts. Um, He spent his first two seasons as a complimentary back uh, before becoming a starter this year when Zach Evans transferred to Ole Miss. None of us ranked Zach Evans in our top eight. Um, he'd probably be in the honorable mention category for me and maybe yep. for both of you guys as well. Um, he's yep. probably right around there. And I think Kendry Miller is the better prospect personally. And Kendry Miller has better size than than Evans has. Three-year contributor. And he still won't turn 21 until training camp. Um, so you're you're definitely getting a young guy, but you're getting a young guy who's been used a lot and played in some big games this year. Not a huge receiving threat, but not allergic to it. 28 catches on 34 targets. If he can expand on that, he's got the size and the running and the pass protection ability, I think, to, to potentially be a guy who can play a lot for you.
0: Dives, your number six is Chase Brown out of Illinois. He's number eight on my list. Uh, why don't you take the floor for him?
2: Yeah, Chase Brown out of Illinois, uh, arguably the biggest winner. Uh, at the combine this year from the running back group. He had a a 40 yard dash of four, four, three. That was fifth best, Uh, a vertical jump of 40 inches. The best mark in the class Uh, He's a thick runner at five foot nine, 215 pounds built like a Mack truck. Uh, Definitely has the upside of maybe uh, handling a load in the NFL being an RB one. You look at this guy, he racked up 734 touches on offense during his career uh, at Western Michigan with the Illini. Uh, so he does have a lot of tread on his tires. Uh, he's a very good athlete. Uh, number 33 on number 33 freak on the Feldman's list last summer. Uh, just shined in Indianapolis. I think he's a smooth runner. I think he's excellent at changing speeds. Uh, uh, he runs with a lot of patience and vision. Um, negative wise, ball security is a major, major issue when it comes to. Uh, Chase Brown Uh, he put the ball on the ground five times last year Um, but I like this guy I think he's well-rounded I think he's solid in pass protection Um, I've got a day three grade on Chase Brown Uh, I don't think he sneaks up into day two despite his performance at the combine but I like him a lot
0: uh, especially for the Eagles see I actually had him down as a poor pass protector I thought he kind of struggled in pass protection Um, but again a lot of it is related to size and I don't, so would you, I, you would rather it be related
1: to technique because you can coach that, but I don't know. To, to I be fair, was he wasn't, he wasn't oh, asked God. to do a lot of it because Illinois is running a 1940s offense under Brett Bielma. So it is limited uh, sample size. He was actually, I, I just want to chime in. He was actually like, if I had a number nine guy, it would be Chase Brown.
2: So I do want to add it. My, I, my note says he's willing, a willing pass protector. <laughs> Not a great pass protector because of the size. Uh,
0: Dives, your number seven is Kenny McIntosh, who is unranked for Mark and I. Uh, Talk to me about McIntosh.
2: Oh, man. Uh, He's dropping like a rock. This guy was actually my number four. Uh, I thought he was underrated prior to the combine. He did not test well. Uh, You kind of, let's start with the good news. You look at kind of the departure of Zamir White. You talk about, James Cook going to the NFL. Kenny McIntosh took over a bigger role for the Bulldogs last year and did not disappoint. He excelled as a receiver in 2022. He was third on Georgia with 42 receptions, had two touchdowns as a receiver, over 1,200 yards from scrimmage, most on the Georgia Bulldogs, fifth in the uh, SEC. He had zero drops in college. Um, Then you get to the bad news. Uh, That explosiveness that I saw at Georgia – like a Zemir White, like a James Cook, did not translate for Kenny McIntosh at the Combine. I was expecting McIntosh to run in that 4-4 range, but he clocked in at a 4-6-2 on his first run. Um, yeah, Kenny McIntosh, uh, his stock is definitely falling a little bit. His ball security is just adequate. Uh, he has four career fumbles. Uh, didn't pass protect too often uh, at Georgia, but based on you know a small sample size, uh, it's, it's probably a good bet. It's going to take him a while to put it together uh, at the NFL level. Um, I'm keeping Kenny McIntosh on my top eight uh, just because I'm a big fan, especially with his upside as a receiver. Uh, but there it is.
0: All right. Uh, my number seven is Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. Three star recruit with a track background. He also ran track at Syracuse. Uh, He had back-to-back 1,000-yard rushing seasons in 2021 and 2022. Uh, And in fact, in 2021, he set the single-season school record with 1,496 rushing yards. Uh, He's 5'9", 207 pounds, he's about 21 and a half years old. This season, he rushed for 1,060 yards, 5.1 yards per carry, and 11 touchdowns. He also had 36 receptions for 254 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, He's another track guy. I mean... He hits his top speed fast he possesses breakaway speed Now he didn't run at the combine so we don't have those numbers but uh he's explosive and he's light on his feet he, he's hard to square up for defenders and he's got great ball security he almost never puts the ball on the turf and then he, like uh, unlike a lot of the you know elusive guys he does a really good job driving his feet through contact so uh, he can he can run through you a little bit. He's not a power runner by any stretch of the imagination, but, but he's not just going to get knocked backwards. Uh, but he's a bad pass blocker, very bad pass blocker. He, he's inconsistent as a receiver, especially just with catching. He had 10 of, or excuse me, uh, of 73 passes thrown to him in his career. He dropped 10 of them. So that's not ideal. He's not a guy that you're going to trust his hands. And he can be indecisive at the line of scrimmage at times that I wouldn't say he's got great vision. He, he, sometimes he struggles to see where the hole is and to decide where to go. And uh, so, I mean, I think he could fit in any scheme. You're not going to want to throw him the ball a lot, Uh, but there's some concerns. There's some red flags there, especially in terms of his hands and just his indecisiveness behind the
1: line. Shane, are you aware of Sean Tucker's Twitter account? (laughs) No, I'm not. He's one of the best Twitter followers of all time. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's
0: roll on to the number eights here. Uh, I've already done my eight. It was Chase Brown. Mark and Dives, you have the same guy at number eight, Roshan Johnson. Uh, Mark, why don't you lead us off on Johnson?
1: Uh, Roshan Johnson probably would have been a bell cow almost any other school in the country. But he happened to play at Texas, which our universal number one, Bijan Robinson, also played at. Um, he had only 80, 94 and 94, 95 attempts over the last each of the last three years. Uh, so it's such a limited sample size, but you don't have to be worried about any tread on the tires. I mean, this guy is this guy's legs are as fresh as they come when you turn when you're talking about running backs that you can draft. Um, 5.6 yards per carry over three years, averaged at an 82 PFF grade, really limited reps as a receiver, but was pretty good when asked looked really good in the receiving drill at the combine Re- like maybe the best of the day in the receiving drill at the combine. He was really, really impressive. Um, if he's as good of a receiver as he appeared at the combine, I have him too low here at, at number eight to, to be quite honest. Um, there's a clip against Oklahoma state where he shuts down their best pass rusher. Uh, who I guess had like 11 and a half sacks. Um, I, I've seen a lot of clips that display his excellent ability to pass protect. Um, It seems like he actually might be a better pass protector than Bijan was. It seems like they opted to bring him in in certain situations. Um, so he could pass protect uh, Jacob Sanderson on Twitter had a really good comp based on RAS and based on size and traits. Um, it appears to be a literal like carbon copy of Chris Carson, uh, the oh. running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Like, All of the metrics, all of the stuff is, I think they're the exact same height and weight. Um, I think they were both college backups who didn't really get a full chance. And then, you know, probably you'd assume would be similar in the NFL. I've seen a lot of Jamal Williams comps. I've seen some say he's this year's version of Damian Pierce in terms of having the limited, you know, the limited sample size. But what you see is pretty impressive and you want to see more of it. And maybe you will at the next level. Um, I think this is a guy we've been talking about. This guy makes sense for the Eagles. This guy doesn't make sense for the Eagles. This guy is a day three target. Makes a lot of sense.
0: I've got one guy I want to shout out in an honorable mention. I don't know if you guys do as well, but Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. Uh, He was a five-star guy who started his career at TCU. He transferred to Ole Miss prior to this season. And he was the starter, but he was kind of used in a running back by committee approach. He averaged 6.5 yards per carry and had nine touchdowns. He also had 12 receptions for 119 yards and a touchdown this year. Uh, I think he's got good patience and vision sort of behind the line of scrimmage, good speed and acceleration, and and he runs with physicality, uh, but he just doesn't have the production as a receiver or as a pass blocker. And so he's kind of a two down back who I think really only fits his zone running team. So he's somebody that, You could watch out for on day three, uh, a name that might be familiar to you when it gets called. But uh, overall, I ended up I I had it all and all open as I had him at number eight before Chase Brown's combine performance. And then I flipped them. So uh, he would have been in my top eight if we were doing the show a week ago. So do either of you have anybody that just missed the cut for you that you didn't get to talk about that you want to throw out there?
1: I'll seed my time to dives. Cause we talked about Zach Evans. I, you, you just talked about him there. I mentioned him in my Kendry Miller breakdown. Um, we touched on chase Brown and we also touched on Kenny McIntosh. Those would be my nine, 10 and 11 guys. Uh, so we touched on all three of those. So dives, you're the King of uh, day three. So <laughs> uh, I'll turn it over to you. Just
2: just quick note on um, Zach Evans, who I like a lot. Uh, you know, he kind of played second fiddle. Uh, to Jackson uh, what was his name um Sean J- Judkins is that how it yeah. is Mark
1: yeah
2: uh, we're going to be talking about that guy for a long time cuz I, th- I believe he was a freshman and mm-hmm. just breaking a ton of records you talk about uh, you go back to our rankings there with Rashawn. like he was kind of like the Darnell Washington of the tight end position playing behind Brock Bowers mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm going to want to talk about quickly uh, Dwayne McBride out of UAB just a super elusive running back a rut let me emphasize running back because he gives you absolutely nothing when it comes to being a receiver um finished his career at uab with a 36 percent force miss tackle rate uh that was only worse than Bijan robinson and javante williams among fbs running backs uh since pff began charting football in 2014 uh he has a really strong lower body uh, he has he's a, he's a big time home run hit home run hitter big time playmaker uh, led the FBS with 17 runs of 20 or more yards uh, ridiculous production uh, since his true freshman season including an absurd 7.2 yards per carry for his career uh, he's only 21 years old uh, so that is really great uh, but like I said he does not give you anything as a receiver only 10 targets. Uh, <laughs> On 321 career pass snaps, Um, and then you have to obviously talk about uh, the competition or lack thereof uh, that he went up against UAB. He only uh, faced two Power 5 defenses in his entire college career. Uh, But Dwayne McBride is uh, an interesting name. Uh, Day three guy to watch out for.